Yeah, I should have known better. You know? Hey, fool me once, right? All right, <clears throat> we'll do that again. So I'm going to grab the Titan real quick. Let's take the last dab of today's episode and close out 101. And uh, yeah, give me one second. I just got to grab it. Salty, what the fuck? <clears throat> so weird, bro. You think that's a fucking bacteria? You think that's something? No, I think it's honestly too much terpenes on the top of water. I think the boys like put some hash through it. Like a lot. Um, everyone's been dabbing really heavy. And I think the flavors are so good that that's part of it. Um, hopefully no one's like too stressed. Stressful times though. Um, but we've been, we and me have all been dabbing pretty heavy. Now where's the top of the piece, right? This is the type of pipe that <clears throat> can be near impossible to even appreciate on camera because, you know, it doesn't fit on camera. Rarely ever. When I'm doing Instagram videos, it's just that the quality is always low because you have to be so far away to even capture the size of the actual piece. Um, but I'm going to do a dab on it. Um, I'm going to heat up the nail down here. Uh, then I'll climb up to the top floor and throw the nail in and uh, we'll get to the balcony and take a hit. And But we'll do that here in a minute. I got to get everything prepped, you know? This is not like... Like what I'm doing here is not like, oh, hey, let's, uh, can we take a dab real quick before we go to the zoo? This is like, hey, everybody sit down. Something's about to happen. <laughs> this will take a moment. <laughs> like it's, you know, not a quick thing, <clears throat> but we have just enough time. crazy like <laughs> when you like heat up a dabber and clean it off and you smell like that burnt like reclaiming resin smell and that gives you the nostalgia of smoking hash that's weird because I take such low temp dabs now and everything is like temperature red and capped I mean back in the day I remember dabbing before we even had carb caps I remember when task rock like highly educated came out with the domeless nail and had like the carb cap with the titanium dabber it was freaking a game changer and like i even talked about this with uh, my guys like i always talk about this with the guys i work with here but because they have similar stories because a lot of us have been dabbing for a long time and man if it ain't red it ain't ready that was the same back in the day you know make sure the nail's red hot if it's still red that's when you go if it's not red you, you got to reheat it you know it's just crazy so when I fucking just cleaned my dabber and I smelled that reclaim smell I was like oh I remember smoking weed and like that's how like privileged I am now with the hash I feel like is that like everything's so fire and so low temp that like it's not even smoking weed anymore like weed was supposed to be uncomfortable you were supposed to enjoy parts of it but not all of it like now it's like I like every fucking part of it so is it even really smoking weed anymore or am I just enjoying some dessert I don't know but that was a nice way to start the episode open it with that how are you guys doing what's up everybody welcome to episode 101 it's a solo podcast today but we need one because so much has happened over the past four weeks we've been doing episodes basically every other week kind of lately it's just what it is because with the transition and everything we're building out with the new bear mountain studios headquarters um, a lot of my time is being pulled every which way um, but we're making it happen and we're not stopping doing anything honestly i think this podcast it's going to get huge by the end of the year because the amount we're going to be able to put out once we're situated in the new spot. And I've been talking to so many different artists and other people about collaborative podcasts and stuff that I think a lot of big stuff's going to happen here in the future. So I'm really excited and I'm feeling motivated and positive. But man, so much has happened that I want to talk to you guys about. And I don't even know if I've even really talked to all of you about it yet because I've talked to so many different people that it's hard to remember which people I've talked to. So... But today we'll go into about where we're at with the studio currently. Uh, we'll talk about the next drop coming up, what we're going to have in it. Uh, talk about some terps we have on the table, the alchemy jars here, how I like them. A um, bunch of different stuff, kind of just like a spread of a normal What's Up Everybody podcast. Fall into some tangents about life, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, let's start with a dab here on the 14 millimeter double diffuse. Full sunstone from Moltenora. And then we're going to take a dab on this um, blue fruit. 
from Green Dot. Uh, the crosses on this is sex on the beach crossed with black and blue. And then the terpene profile that they describe is blueberry cheesecake and exotic fruit. So going to be a good time. See, are we even smoking weed anymore? Or is this just desserts? Like really? Like I remember like, hopefully it's dro. Hopefully it's not mids. Hopefully it's dro. Like that was what it was back in the day for me. And even then, back then I had all the older dudes telling me how privileged I was. They're like, look at that. When I was a kid, it was all seeds and stems. I'm like, Dude, you were getting ripped off then. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. But yeah, it's really crazy how quick things are changing. But that might just be, God, I forgot how loud these goddamn torches are. I need to find a solution, like maybe like a little fucking sound barrier wall or something. I'm gonna heat this shit up over here so it's not so much in the mic. And I'm gonna try not to cough in the mic today. I'm gonna work on that uh, doing weed on camera etiquette. So hopefully it's bearable. Um, two torches is just faster on a nail this size. I also just cleaned the uh, Titan RBR, so at the end of the episode, I might do a big old dab on the giant Slurpee on the uh, Titan RBR, because I cleaned it for a video the other day. The real video everyone wants to see is the video of me cleaning the Titan RBR, because that's like the main comment you're going to get from people who don't follow you as a glass blower is how do you clean it with anything you make? It doesn't even matter. Could be a marble, could just be a marble. It's like, oh, you just, like anything, you just clean it. But yeah, some pipes look a little bit intimidating to some collectors or glass connoisseurs, and there's no reason to be intimidated by a complex piece when it comes to cleaning it. Just, if you're really nervous, just clean it at the end of the sash. Like, after you smoke, like, for, like, four or five hours with all your friends, even if you get too stoned and passed out, just clean it in the morning. Like, it's, it's pretty easy to clean stuff as long as you don't let it sit and accumulate for weeks and build up you know, and then dry out and then put water in again. And then, yeah, it's, it's really, but even then, I think eventually you're going to find that if we don't do it, someone will do it, but someone will offer probably some sort of like professional cleaning service for high end glass, um, where you send it for like ultrasonic cleaning and all that kind of shit. Um, but yeah, who knows? Maybe in the future we'll offer something like that. We've been trying to figure out the logistics on that. It, everything is so new with our industry. That's the thing is like, even with the issues I ran into with the county is like, there was no, I wasn't doing anything wrong here. There was no codes or laws against it until they made one just for me. Um, and it's the same thing with you're trying to get permits or you're talking to an attorney. There's not much information on glass art and what's allowed and what's not allowed. And that's all the way down to like trying to figure out like cleaning. If we're to have people send in stuff for professional cleaning, it's like, how do I cover myself? Like, liability wise if someone sends me a piece filled with hash like how does that work like so basically i think how that works is we have a, a, an agreement that someone signs um and then yeah so we have people working on stuff like that so that we can offer things in the future but everything takes twice as long because we're glass blowers because there's not much information for people to go like look up out there so that they can have like a starting point to help us so attorney can't like look up things but yeah let me look up other what other glass blowers are doing in that it's like, cause no one's really doing things like that. At least not in a way where it's like all above board. It's like low key. But when you do things low key, you can run into some big fucking issues. Oh shit, I need my, my temp reader. Let me grab that. Move these torches out of the way. But it's been crazy though. And I'm learning a lot about <coughs> Luna puppies. Learn a lot about all this like legal shit and codes and fucking regional building department and everything. It's just, it's a lot of growing up shit, but it's boring shit because we're fucking figuring it out and we got a new space already and we've already ordered. We have all of our hoods have been delivered there already. We have our schedule for our, cause we have to upgrade the uh, electrical in there because it's only 80 amp. We need at least 200. So we gotta do a full upgrade there. It's just like a bunch of shit, but it's already in motion. It's happening. And by mid July, we should be allowed to go in and do our finishing stuff, which is like build benches and rebottle the offices and uh, paint and do any like sheetrock repair. So mid-July, we could start that. It's probably going to be a 
two to three week build. <coughs> so we're hoping August. <coughs> we're hoping by August. Definitely blueberry cheesecake on that turp. Mm. Oh, that's weird. All right. It's good. It's poem. Whoa. Hang on to something. Where do I put my hands? Um, but no, we're hoping by mid-August we can be in there. But I don't want to rush. Like, I don't want people working in there before it's done. So I'm just, yeah, my wife's like, shit, we're going to be paying for rent in there for like three months before we even use it. And I'm like, yeah, is what it is. We're going to spend everything we got and go for this shit. Like, it's time. <coughs> I've, what's one annoying thing is I've had other people that are like business owners or people who, I don't know, no money and shit, which I don't. And they're like, oh, this is the worst time to expand your business with everything going on, with the cost of materials and cost of work and labor shortages and inflations. And they're just giving me all the reasons why this is a hard time to do this. And I'm like, dude, it's never been an easy time for me to do anything. Like when I wanted to be a glass blower, it was literally illegal. I had to start a separate company and then have brands under that company and like sell the glass in a way where like I could protect myself. I was in New York. Like it's like, it's never been easy to do anything as a glass blower or someone who likes to have cannabis as part of their lifestyle. So to me, I was like, you're telling me something that I already knew it's going to be hard. Yeah. It's going to cost you more. Yeah. It's like your profits. Well, good thing that like my main thing isn't profits. Like that's not my motivator. Yes. It's good to make money so you can keep moving forward and building and doing better. But the thing that keeps me up at night, isn't the dollar. The thing that keeps me up at night is honestly, the designs, the getting the pieces done, buying new tools. Like I'm obsessed with equipment and stuff. I love like really cool tools and stuff. Like the whole money thing is like, yes, we all need money to pay our bills and shit, but that is not the motivator for me. That's a tool to help me do things. But the main motivator for me is the glass itself and then collecting cool fucking tools to make the glass. So yeah, shit's going to be hard. I'm going to have to work a lot and yeah, maybe make a little like less cause I'm going to be like spending on shit, but I don't care. Like, but it's, it's just frustrating that like everyone I'm talking to is like, it's the worst time to do this, man. And I'm like, yeah, dude, everything's fucking hard. How cool is it that I get to try to do this though? And if I fucking pull it off, awesome. Maybe I'll motivate and other people can crush too. And we can all get, do this shit together. And if I don't fucking, who cares anyways, I'm 32 years old. If I fail, like I'll try something else. Like I'm not a quitter. Like it's, I, I think a lot of people when they're judging someone and how hard something is, they're judging them based on their own experience. And what I find is, is most people judge people based on an eight hour day, five days a week work schedule. And that's not me. I get, see, I'm, I'm lucky. I have seven days of a week I can work and I can work for 24 hours a day if I would like to. So what one person does in one month, I could do in a week if I wanted to. That means that for every one year that person has, I basically have three years of work I can do. So when someone says something's hard to me, I'm like, yeah, it's hard with the baseline that you can only do this much in this amount of time. My baseline is much different. Um, so what's you know hard to me is like, yeah, it's hard. Like I was saying this to like my producer before this, the hardest things for me is like, calling people, setting up appointments, like organize all the paperwork, all the business stuff. But for me just to go out and work and focus, like that's just me doing what I do. So to me, like, yeah, it's hard to stay up late and work all the time. It can be a little bit discouraging at times. It can be, you can feel drained, you can feel overwhelmed. But at the end of the day, like, it's not nearly as hard as like, not, not trying to do it in my opinion. Like if I like, and then like older, or if I'm like in the next five, six years, I'm seeing like my kid can't get like, you know, the fucking shit she needs for school or whatever. And I, cause I can't afford it. And it's like, and I look back on myself, I was like, well, if I know I tried and I worked seven days a week, did everything I could, then like how hard can I be on myself? Like life happens. Like I think we could still be happy even though like whatever the circumstances are. But if I chose to just like not try so hard that then it's like, I feel like in the future, I'm going to have like this <clears throat> horrible guilt that I could have done better. And I don't think that's for everyone. Like I always say, I don't think everyone should work all the time. I, some people you like, I don't, I don't think what, what I'm doing is for everyone. And I don't think everyone should have to suffer the same to have the same gifts. 
That's one thing I noticed too, is we're on a tangent already. This has nothing to do with glass. This is amazing. This is exactly what this podcast is about. Absolutely nothing. It just happens just like that. It's whatever's on my mind. And you know, sometimes it's glass, sometimes it's fucking life, but I've, I've learned a lot over the last fucking month and a half, two months with everything that's been happening that I feel like I want to share that with you guys. So if you're dealing with some crazy fucking shit and you can relate, maybe it can help you too. But maybe that's not why you're here. Maybe you're like, dude, I just wanted to watch you do drugs on camera. I like the RBR design, but not what you're saying. And I'm sorry about that. Don't judge the design based on me. Separate the art from the artist. I'm just some guy that makes it. You know, the art's cool. Maybe I'm not. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I'm having a good time, and I'm happy to talk to the people who want to listen. So, um, But yeah, I've definitely like like learned how to like pick and choose my battles heavily over the last like month and a half. I've had my moments of feeling like so angry at people and stuff like that. And it's like, man, trying to find ways to divert that energy of being angry at someone into something productive and that benefits your life is a real challenge. Navigating that just, just navigating these things. It's like, these are all the things they never prepared you for when you were a kid. They prepared you for hypotheticals that I haven't seen yet. Like it, it's strange. It's like, the stuff I'm going through, I feel like so many people go through that I'm like, why isn't more of this part of the curriculum in school that's like teaching kids like how to navigate how complicated and bureaucratic our current world is. Instead, we, we give everyone this really basic outline of what we hoped it would be. But then once you graduate, you realize, yeah, we, we, really, we hoped it would be that, but here we are, it's not. And hopefully you kids can deal with that and not freak out. Cause this is the real world now. And it's like, I, I have watched friends go through crazy shit. Cause they, they had an idea in their head that if they graduated and did this well, and then went to this school and did on this sports team and all these things, they would have all of a sudden it just, it was over and done before they knew it. They're 24, 25. And they're like, shit, it's at that part's over now. What was my plan next? You know, it was just, it's just such a crazy time. And I feel like this is a, a modern day phenomenon. Cause I don't know if these were the same stresses, cause what was the average age? Like 150 years ago, like 33 years old, people were just trying to fucking survive. Dude, they're like, damn, I hope I make it to 30. <laughs> like it was like legitimate, you know, which is weird too. Cause you see people's life expectancies go up in parts of history and then like deteriorate. Yeah. I wonder what that is. Cause it's not like people like live shorter 3000 years ago. Some people lived into old age or still cancers and stuff 3000 years ago, but yeah, maybe it's just the sheer volume of people now, so it's just a numbers thing, so you see more of people dealing with shit and going through ups and downs. I did just dab on this. I should take a dab on another piece. I love smoking this giant nail, though. It's my favorite nail. Um, I might even have Evan Shore make me another one of these, but do it, like, a way shorter neck, so it's, like, the size of a regular nail, but just with this giant bucket. I love the giant bucket with the huge cuts. The airflow, no oil goes down the neck. Everything just stays in there. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, it takes two or two torches to heat up efficiently. And yeah, maybe it takes like two minutes for it to cool down. Um, and maybe that's because I use two torches. I don't know. Either way, I enjoy this nail so much. Um, and I think I'm going to take a dab of some Peace Within Hash out of one of these alchemy jars. Um, these jars are really, really cool. So um, Perp Scripts sent me a little, little care package, which I was really, really stoked on. Um, and I just want to show off these jars really quick because... I'm probably not even going to do a good job either, you know, but I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm going to tell you my experience. So first things I like about them right out the gate is just the appearance. I love the way they look. I love the simplicity and also like complex too. Like it's kind of like that perfect balance of both, you know, a simple and complex design. Um, they're really universal as far as the fit with things go. So they come with inserts in them already. Um, but when I got my, my hash, um, it came in jars like this with a little screw top. And what's really nice about these, the way they're set up is that those jars fit like perfectly in there. And then the way the top is set up, when you screw this onto there, there's like an inner seal that goes inside the jar. I just put in there that keeps it all like airtight and stuff. What's special about these jars is what I found is that when you have like your hash in the fridge or the freezer, usually there's a period where you kind of have to let it acclimate like kind of the environment before you open it or else it can sweat. Then you get condensation in your solventless and then you take a dab of it and it crackles. And then your uneducated friends go, there's butane in it. And then you're like, it's fucking solventless. It's moisture. Either way, it can affect the experience. 
So what's nice about these jars is I've noticed is you can pop these right out of the freezer and immediately open them because the way they're sealed, it doesn't, I mean, you can look up how exactly it works, but I think what happens is because they're so sealed, it doesn't give the time for that condensation or any sort of shit to build up in the jar. So when you open it, it doesn't have to like acclimate. It's just ready to go. Um, so yeah, we'll do a dab of it right now. I just took this out of the fridge right for the cast. So it's been out for probably like 20 minutes or so. Um, but still, either way, great way to keep them fresh. They look cool. Um, Terps are definitely on point um, in these jars. <clears throat> Honestly, like this hash has gotten almost like, have you ever had hash that's gotten too terpy as you've had it? And you're like, how do I do that? How do I figure this out? Like, I think I have to blend it up again. Like I have to whip it again. And I think they'll kind of like spread. I think what happens is all the terps settle to the top and I'm like scooping from the top. So I'm getting like the most pungent shit. So it's like, I think I might have to like blend it up again, but this is some blueberry, uh, it's blue glue, which is I think blueberry muffins mixed with grill glue. It's just a crazy mix. Um, but we're going to take a dab of this purple Z and um, the flavor on this purple Z is really like a really nice like heavy like gassy og but it doesn't i wouldn't say it has like a super heavy like grape or anything and this is gonna sound really dumb but it has a purple flavor now purple tastes different than grape i don't know if anyone knows what i mean um, but it does so there's grape flavoring and then there's purple flavoring um and this has like this like gasoline purple flavor um have you ever had um have you ever had, I don't know if anyone ever had, not you can answer me right now because I'm fucking talking to a camera, but have you ever had Grape Ape back in the day, maybe like 12 years ago? Um, a very long time ago. We're talking mid-2000s, like 2010, 2000, you know, 2010, 2011, it was still around. Um, but that didn't really taste so much like grapes, but that's how people like described it. Or like, or like um, we called it Purple Wreck, but it was like Purple Train Wrecker, I think, back in the day. Um, there's a few strains that had like a flavor that was like, you were like, yeah, that's purple, but it's like not grape. Like, yeah, you can taste like some grapes in it, but it's like different. It's like a different flavor. But yeah, that's what this is like. Um, you know, mediocre job explaining a terpene profile there, but I do what I can. And that's it. I just do what I can. Yeah, I've been smoking a lot of hash. I'm going to cut back here soon. Not because for my health or anything, just because it's like, you know, it's, just, it's expensive and also like... Maybe it's like um, disrespectful to hash to consume it so quickly. It'd be like if someone spent like hours preparing like a beautiful dinner and then you ate it within like less than three minutes and they're like, did you taste it? And you're like, yeah, I'm full. And it's like, no, no, no. Getting full is a side effect of enjoying the food I made you. Just like smoking hash is, and getting high. Getting high is a side effect of enjoying the great terpene profiles. Like... So if you just rush to get high and blow through all your hash, then maybe it's disrespectful. And that's how I'm talking myself out of it. I'm trying to, I'm trying to manipulate myself being like, oh, it's expensive. Like, no, no, it's not a price thing. It's a respect thing for the hash. You know, and that's where my dad's like, Evan, you should have been a politician. I'm like, I don't like politicians. They're lame. But I like to manipulate my own mind so that I can fucking like get through things. Because sometimes if you're like hanging out by yourself too much and smoking too much, you can really sit on a thought and overthink a situation. Maybe you said something to someone and you had, they made a funny like face. And then later that night, you've been thinking about it all night. You're like, Oh fuck. Oh, why did I say that? Why did I say that shit? You're overthinking it. And then the next day you bring it up to that person. They're like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't remember this, what situation, like you made this whole big deal. And that was not even something they retained in their short term memory. It was just like something like they moved on. So my point is, is, you know, you know, be careful how much you're sitting by yourself smoking hash and overthinking shit. It's a slippery slope. It is, because then you'll think everyone's against you. You'll think everyone's out to get you. You're like, my friends don't actually like me. They do this. Yeah, don't do that. Don't be that guy. It's really easy to fall into those patterns, especially in these days and age when people, you know, I told you to stay inside or some shit, and then you're fucking, you have everyone encouraging you not to hang out. That, that can make you, make you a little crazy. I'm, I'm saying this out loud for myself, folks. You know, hopefully you pick up on it, too, because I, I deal with all the same shit. I'm like, I'm like okay, like, it, what's really cool about having a kiddo, though, is, like, my daughter's helping us get, like, on the weekends, we're going to the parks with other families, or we're going to, oh, shit, is there a little, is there a little hash on that mib? Yeah, okay, I'll give that a second. I don't want to chaz my nail. I didn't heat it enough, enough, enough up to burn anything, but it's hot enough where it's going to smoke for a second. We'll take a dab on the 10 mil while this cools. We won't even, 
We won't even waste a minute. We'll keep smoking hash, but that'll cool for a second. I'll clean that nail again. I just don't want to hurt that big, beautiful nail. Thing's awesome. We got a 10 mil right here. We're good. Oh, shit, is it stuck? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, man, like, I'll tell you what, like, a lot of, uh, a lot of the, like, content and stuff like I feel like I've been consuming lately on the internet is like been like more like negative and I've been like kind of like reflecting on myself like how I post over the years and I'm like hmm I'm like I want to use social media in a different way like because I've definitely had like my posts that I regret where I'm like being negative or like I'm like showing that like I'm going through something which of course like tell people are going through something but like sometimes you're just having a moment for like 10 minutes but if you share it on the internet, it's like out there for like hours or ever for, and then people are interpreting it as like, this is how this person feels right now all the time. And it's like, I don't know. Now I'm just trying to just like, I'm thinking about when I'm posting now, I'm like, you know, what, even if I'm feeling down right now, I'm going to try and make a positive post for myself. Not in like a fucking like fake way. Like, you know, be positive, grind, grind, grind more. Just like me, like slamming a big dab and playing with a tech deck and just being like, not giving a fuck because that's what it is. Like, you guys see enough people like complaining on the internet or dealing with horrible things in their life. Like you just, I think it's, we need more people that are just like having fun and doing goofy shit and not in a fake way, but just being like, I'm going to be fun. I'm going to have some fun for a second. And that's the thing I'm going to share on the internet. So even if I only had, if, if my whole day has been shit full of bad news, but for like five minutes I had some fun and I recorded it and I shared that part of my day, that's a more positive impact. And I don't think it's fake. I think it's, it's just like, if you ever had like elderly parents or grandparents that would say this this old saying, they're like, you know, remember the good times, forget about the bad times. Like basically only focus on the positive memories. Do not hold the bad memories. This is very similar with like how we use social media. Like we should really try to look at social media like a digital memory. And if we're gonna use that digital memory and the only thing we're putting in it is negative things and things that hurt each other, or whatever, then the whole digital memory of our species is has a foundation of of like negativity there's it's like if the negative starts outweighing the good that's not healthy and and i'm not saying like ignore the bad things but i'm saying that if we're going to use social media let's try to make a fucking conscious effort to post something that maybe is positive even if you sharing your experience is positive for someone really like, like oh like what we're going through with the whole studio getting fucked with and then having to like build out this whole new one and spend all this money that or whatever like that's just a challenge that's not that's not like, uh, I don't want that. I, I, I'm really working on myself to fight victim mentality where I like feel bad for myself about something, which I don't, but we're human. Everyone has those times where everyone's after me. Why, why do bad things keep happening to me? Why is my luck so bad? Like everything comes in threes. So many bad things keep happening. Like there's all these little things we say to ourselves, but it's just, you know, not to be fake or delusional, but it's really a perspective thing. You have to just fucking look at it as, you know, cool, a new challenge, exciting. I'm, I'm excited to see if I'm capable. Can I do it? Let's see. Like, that's it. Like, any, any other way to think about it is going to, it's a slippery slope to getting, like, anxious and depressed or feeling overwhelmed, and that's not going to help you get out of it. It's just going to add to the pile that you got to fucking dig through. And some of us are capable of digging through it. Some people get stuck in that pile, and you know, then their whole life is full of that shit. So you gotta, you gotta be careful. This is a psychology episode. This is not even. This is you're watching someone do drugs and talk about shit he's not qualified to talk about. It's cool, right? That this is like exactly what this podcast has been for two years. We have an episode here or there with a guest that talks about something else. Sometimes I talk about other shit, but this is it. This is weird. You know, it's just what it is. But these are my favorite episodes because after these episodes, I'm like, dude, I'm heating this up right in the mic like I said I wasn't going to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying, but the Terps are fucking strong. Did I just burn the mic? I did. I did. That's okay. That's fine. That's totally fine. Maybe you'll hear a little sizzle on there. Heat this up over here. But yeah. I appreciate all the folks that watch it, though, and that, like, get down with, like, all the fucking weird shit I talk about and also like communicate with me and give their perspective and stuff. I love it. It's fucking awesome. And uh, once we actually start the, like our part of the build of the new studio, like, cause right now we have to have like electricians do certain stuff and HVAC and 
whatever. Once we start our portion of the studio build, we're definitely gonna do a couple podcasts where Aja meets me at that studio and we're in there working on things, talking about it, and there'll be more of like showing what we're doing and kind of like a video log episode. So we'll have some different style episodes coming up here soon too that are, you know, definitely more about building the studio and stuff. But like also too, you guys are gonna get episodes where it's fucking Evan just talking about crazy shit that I'm working on or thinking about or whatever, you know? It's very different. That's why the, the What's Up Everybody podcast has never had like a real description to what it is. Like when people ask me, I'm like, I don't know. It's kind of just like a fucking digital journal. I'm like, I'm just talking about day to day, what's going on with my small little company, things I'm working through as a dad or a business partner with my wife or whatever. Like it's, um, you know, it's not a pity party or me like whining the whole time, but I definitely talk about stuff that's like sometimes heavy, um, but I don't mean to. It's just kind of like, a side effect of all the hash and the deep thinking and honesty on fucking camera. You can't help it. A lot of the time, like, I can find comedy, though, is when I say things out loud. That's why I think this is helpful, and maybe that's why fucking therapy is helpful for some people. Because when they say it out loud, you won't take yourself as seriously. Like, if you're super mad at someone, you're thinking about, like, how much you want to fuck kick their ass or some shit, you start talking about it out loud or record yourself talking about it. Like, like look in your fucking cell phone camera, record yourself talking shit about someone and then watch yourself after smoke a joint or take a dab and then watch that video of you talking shit about someone. And you're going to be like, Oh, I look like a little bitch, dude. Fuck this. Like I'm fuck this dude. Fuck it. Fuck them. I'm just not going to talk to them. Fuck it. Like, fuck. Like, thank God I didn't post that. Like, thank God I didn't fucking bitch that person out in public and someone see me look like a bitch like that. Holy shit. Like, oh my God, like that's, that's what I find I do. And I, I, I never did it on purpose. Um, one more check, you know, measure twice, cut once is what I always say. Don't trust those sensors, dude. I don't care what brand it is. That was bigger than I needed. I don't know why I put such a big dab on there. <coughs> Whoa, fuck. Oh, I forgot. Peace with an ash. Peace with an ash is so strong. It's been in the fridge for a week. It's chilling. I had to take a break from it because it was fucking rocking me. Whoa, my eyes are sweating. Is that crying? Oh. Ugh. This is what men say, though. I'm not fucking crying. My eyes are sweating. Damn it. I'm coughing the mic. I'm doing everything I said I wasn't going to do. Damn. Oof. <coughs> oh, my God. <coughs> 10 mil mini double diffuse. <coughs> With a Slurpee or any high surface area now. That will deliver a fucking hit. I'll tell you what. Wow. Um. <sighs> holy shit. All right. Well, for glass coming up, we can talk a little bit about glass here for a second. Um. The next Patreon thing I'm working on is the um, five millimeter RBRs. That's what I'm working on for Patreon. People who are new to my company. Uh, you don't have to join Patreon to get in on the drops. That's There's just Patreon only drops, which are special drops for the Patreon crew. That way they have more chances of getting pieces. Um, and they just have, it's just, it's literally like <clears throat> the Patreon is a way for me to distinguish like, where's my core followers? Like it's cool like to have like, an Instagram following that says a big number or something. Um, <coughs> but like how many people do I have that are like the people that are like my ride or dies that just want to fucking like be part of everything we're doing, have early access to stuff, all these things. That's what the Patreon essentially is. It's like me starting to test the waters and build like kind of like a new platform for the future. But you don't have to join it to get in on drops. I do a couple different drops a month. I do one giant public Sunday sale a month. It's usually like 60 plus pieces. And then, um, then I do an accessory drop and then Patreon has two drops a month with pre-sales in it too. So if like you couldn't get a piece, like there's pre-sale option on, um, clear stuff, it's a bunch of different shit. But yeah, the next thing for Patreon is the, um, is the five mils. That's what I'm working on. Um, there's so much interest in them though. It's like, uh, <clears throat> I'm wondering if I should do some clear versions or something like maybe do the 20 colored ones and but then I could sell some clear ones and you'd have to buy your own nail from Evan Shore and stuff maybe just the 20 colored ones I sell with the nail but then I'll have clear ones that are super affordable but you just have to buy your own nail from Evan Shore so you could get the pipe for like 
really, really affordable. And then you can save your money after your next check and grab the nail and then put the set together and then you're ready to shred. Um, Cause maybe you want the mini Slurpee. Maybe you don't want the bucket nail. So I might do that. That might be a good option. Cause uh, I think a lot of people are going to buy the Slurpees for these because the little five mil Slurpees are so fucking fun. <clears throat> um, yeah, I have one over here. My drawer is so loud though. Um, but yeah. And then for the public drop, I've had a lot of people requesting um, more like halos and people want crushed opal stuff. That's one thing too, like in the comments or like, I, I'm starting to look at DMs. I don't have time to like give a great response and answer every single DM I'm getting. I do get a pretty high volume, but I am like looking at DMs and trying to respond to as many as I can. And just, I'm like been doing this for like about two months now and I'm more comfortable with it. So it's like, it's pretty cool. Like there's definitely ones that are like a handful, but like for the most part, like, and I think it's like helping my wife a little bit too. So she's not dealing with as much emails. Um, but either way, <clears throat> yeah. So you could let me know in the comments or you could send a DM, but yeah, if there's something that you'd like to see in a public drop, they're like, man, can you have more of these or that or whatever? Try to make it happen. But yeah, so the goal for the next big public sale though is more halos and then like some hammers in different price ranges. Um, I'd like to do some like clear ones with colored perks, make some like really affordable, like big hammer bubs for people just to shred flower through, um, or dabs, whatever, just some really fun, just fun shit. Um, and that's my main focus right now is fun shit. Um, I'm dealing with so much adult shit that like, it's wild. Like every year I'm, I tell myself, I'm like, Oh, I'm like a fucking glass of water. That's full. And any little bump in the road, water splashing out. Like I'm, I'm basically like I'm overwhelmed. I have too much on my plate. Um, I got to find, try to wait, find a balance at all because every little hiccup feels like the end of the world. Well, after everything that's happened recently and like losing people, uh, recently and just whatever, like <clears throat> life stuff, growing up stuff. I'm so much more about fun now. Um, I'm just not even, I'm just not even going there with any of it. And I'm not going to ignore problems, but I'm just more like, I'm not going to add to the pile, you know, because like the reality of things is what it is most of the time, but you can make it a lot worse if you're running around screaming, making everyone uncomfortable, getting yourself wound up. Don't be, a t you know, I don't know. I grew up, I grew up around, you know, old folks who, when things got bad, they run around, get crazy, get freak out, you know? But I think a lot of us did. A lot of people watch this are right in my age range, so. But I think a lot of us grew up with similar archetypes for, like, you know, just what our parents went through as far as, like, what their parents did and, like, all the weird wars and shit. Who knows? I'm really interested. My point is I'm really interested to see what happens with my kid's generation. How weird is it going to be? How crazy is it going to be? Like, because I'm going to be the old man be like, damn hoodlums, you're weird. You're weird kids with your fucking hoverboards and your fucking... I don't even know what they will have. I can't even fathom anymore, honestly, because I think that like, I think whatever they're going to have, I'm not going to see it because I won't have the access to whatever fucking virtual world they're in because there's a password because wherever it's going to be happening, it's not going to be in the physical world. It's going to be a virtual thing. It's nuts. And it's like, I want my kid. It's like, I feel like I hear a lot of parents are like, oh, like I take the iPad away from this and that. And I'm like, I agree with all that. But it's like, also too, I'm like, what happens to the kids that like are allowed access? Do they get ahead of everyone else in the virtual world? Are they the successful ones? And then is there going to be a whole generation of kids in 30 years? They're like, yeah, I grew up with one of the families. They didn't let me see screens as much. And then all the other kids are super successful. Like, yeah, my parents just let me immerse myself in screens. That's why I'm like super successful. And I, I can actually communicate with the digital world because I've always been immersed. Whereas other kids maybe won't be able to speak the language as well because they weren't in the digital world as much. They weren't allowed to be there as much. I don't know. Like, what's the landscape going to look like on Earth when it's a lot of virtual shit people are hanging out in? Who can guess? Not me. I just smoke hash. Um, but either way, I'm interested to see what my kiddo's generation... My wife is scared. I'm just interested, dude. I'm just like... I'm just going to just be like, wow, this is really crazy. And then I'm going to take another dab and then sit down, probably at that point, because I won't have much to do. I'll have worked my body to to death and I'll just be sitting a lot, but I'm just, either way, I'm just excited to see the future. I'm, that's where I'm trying to be nowadays. I used to, I've, I've had my ups and downs as a person like all of us. And like lately, I'm just like, I can't even be, I can't add to the pile. I need to just be positive and excited about shit, but not in a fake ass way. Like in a way where I'm like accepting things. I'm like, this is what it is. Let's try to have a fucking good time. 
Um, not in like some fake shit where like everything's great, everything's awesome, and you're like freaking out inside. That's that's bad. I I did that for a couple years. That's not good. I'm trying. I'm doing experiments everywhere. You guys see me doing experiments in here, doing experiments with all the tornadoes in the glass. I'm doing mind experiments. It's a lot of fun. I feel like I'm a goddamn scientist. Hopefully this all pays off. I don't know what I'm working towards. I don't know what my thesis is. I don't know anything. I just know that I'm in the experiments. I'm part of the, the research team. I am the research team. It's bad. No, I told my wife the other day that I'm going to make a post on Instagram um, hiring a sidekick slash best friend, $16 an hour, um, 10 hours a week to start. And you just have to agree with all my delusions of grandeur and tell me I'm right about everything I say, no matter what. And she thought it was a great idea. So we'll see what happens. Maybe I'll make that post. I'll hire, I'll hire a sidekick so I can just complain and be like, I'm right, right? And they'll be like, yeah, dude, you're totally right. I'm like, sick. Because it's not even that I think I'm right, but man, I have moments where like I want to talk to the guys I work with about shit, but it's stuff I'm frustrated with them sometimes, and I'm like, I can't talk to them about this shit because I don't want them to feel bad or think they're doing anything wrong. I'm just frustrated right now. It's not like how I feel all the time. It's just like just right now. I'm like, I need, and I also don't want to talk about it with my wife because she's my business partner, and I don't want her getting uptight and thinking that there's some issue because there's no issue. I'm just human too, and I'm uptight about something, and I want to talk to someone about it. So instead, I just like I'm like, damn, I might need to hire some fucking dude to come in here from seven to ten, a few nights a week, seven to ten at night, a few nights a week to just stand next to me and take dabs. Doesn't have to be a dude. I don't give a fuck. Whatever. I need a person. I mean, I tried with the animals. I have a dog, and I have the best cat in the world. It's just not the same. Um, I've had chinchillas. I, I have a giant saltwater fish tank. The animals are not the same, so I think at this point I need a need a need a human. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, dude, it's like it's like that's I think my thing. I need to fucking like uh, think I need to start like venting and to like someone that's not gonna take me seriously. I want someone to listen to my bullshit and understand that everything I said was not real. It was just like when a car lets out exhaust. It's just leftover garbage that's getting rid of, baby. It's just. That's it. It's not not real. All this garbage that's going to come out of my mouth for the next 30 minutes while I'm pissed off, it ain't real. This is just garbage that I'm getting out of me so that I don't attack someone. Um, and that's what it is. And I think that's what people have done throughout the ages. Um, but nowadays, I think a lot of people are really holding on to a lot of stuff because they're nervous that anything they say will be taken out of context and might ruin their life. So I think a lot of people are scared to just talk and you know, say they're mad at someone or say, oh, I hate this person. They, they suck. And then they don't mean that. They said that right then. And then later that night, they'll have a glass of wine. They'll have a beer. They'll eat some dinner. They'll see their kids, whatever. And they'll calm down. They'll go, I don't hate that person. I was just, man, they upset me today. I'm going to talk to them tomorrow and figure it out. That's healthy. That's like human shit. And we're like not doing that. I don't think people are doing that as much. Can you agree, Aja? Do you think people are not? Because, and I think that's one thing too, is like people aren't like, Understanding that just because they feel a certain way doesn't mean that that's the whole world. That's not their whole world. That's not them. That's just some garbage they got to get rid of. That is a side effect of something. That is like when you eat a beautiful dinner, but you take the most awful bowel movement in your life. Like it's, you know, that dinner wasn't that bowel movement. That dinner was wonderful. It's just a side effect, some garbage that's left over from having such a great experience. Yin and yang. You know what I mean? If you're going to have a great day, you might have some intense bullshit you have to deal with. Doesn't mean it's your reality. It's just a moment in time. Just a bunch of fucking moments. I have to keep telling myself this shit too, guys, because I'm going through so much stuff. Oh my God, microphone. Because I am just, you know, I'm growing up and shit, dude. It's wild. It's fucking cool as hell growing up. Mm, yeah, I'll take a dab of this. Damn, did I even clean this well enough? No, I didn't. I know I didn't. I can tell. You know what I did? I just talked a bunch, dipped in the alcohol once, but I see all the oil on the bottom of it still. It does need a little warmth to get out of there. However, however, you want to make sure that you don't um, throw the nail in a bucket of 99% alcohol if it's on fire or too hot because then that catches on fire. And then see what happens is when you try to put that out and if you move it too quick, the, the alcohol splashes out and then that's on fire. And whatever that touches on fire, and luckily, I'm in a space where everything's fireproof, so I was fine. But in your scenario, if you're in a home with carpets, you really shouldn't have open containers of 99% alcohol. You shouldn't be putting hot things in it. 
shouldn't have torches lighting up around it. Really none of that. Um, works for me though. And I've done it multiple times. And one, the other day I lit this whole table on fire and like the rigs were on fire, mood mats were on fire. And Brandon was like blowing glass, like right next to the table at his station. He like looks over and like stops and he's like, he's getting all stressed out. And I'm just like, I'm just like laughing and just like putting stuff out. And they, I'm like, what? You never seen me do this, dude? I was like, you've never seen me do this. I was like, I did this last week. You, you were right here. You didn't see it. He's like, no, bro. He's like, I've never seen the table on fire like that. I'm like, bro, oh, dude, it's, it's how I clean it. I just played it off as how I clean it. But I'm telling you guys, I definitely did not mean to light the whole table on fire. He doesn't know that. I'm the boss. So I had to play it off like, I know what I'm doing here. That's why I was laughing. I was like, no big deal. Normal day. Table's on fire. <laughs> no problem. What I meant to do. What, you've never seen this before? Come on, guy, you've been here three years. You've never seen me light up the table? <laughs> Shit, this is a normal day. You just gotta play it off like it's totally normal. If you do, if you handle every situation like that, people calm down pretty quickly. If you just don't freak out. It's like, yeah. Like, oh, I saw like a, a video the other night on a podcast. Like, a guy fucking like, was holding onto a firework and then it blew up and really messed up his hand bad. And they were like, dude, are you all right? And he like waved out like this and his hand looked like a claw from blowing off like two of his fingers. And, uh, and like he was missing like a chunk, like a shark bit his hand. And he like waves to them and then he chugs a beer and everyone's like, yeah. And, and it's just like, oh my God, dude. It's like, that guy is the epitome of what I just explained. It's like, normal day, bro. I'll go get two fingers tomorrow. Like no big deal. Let's chug a beer. No big deal. It's a whole nother, that's... People are wild. That that that's that's the shit that kind of freaks me out though. You see some shit like that and you're like, never, never make, never get that, never be on that guy's bad side, because he zero fucks. He's like, yeah, I got another hand right here. No big deal. Got two of them. <laughs> that's crazy, man. That's people on the East Coast, though. I tell you, I don't meet a lot of people out here in Colorado like that. I'll tell you, on the East Coast, like you meet those people everywhere. Those like just. I mean, I guess I, I haven't been out there really in like eight, nine years, but like really been out there, but I'm sure the same folks have always there and always be there. But man, something about East coasters are just, they find pride in like how like shitty things are. They're like, yeah, city's falling apart. Great. Like, I don't care. Like, yeah, everything sucks. Cool. Like, it's like, they're excited about it. I tried that and I, I couldn't get too excited about it. I was like, yeah, this actually sucks, guys. Like, should we leave? I left. I was like, I heard there's zero humidity and opportunity just out west, out yonder, and marijuana's legal. And I'm going there. <clears throat> Everyone else is like, yeah, sucks here. <laughs> I'm staying. <laughs> I'm like, cool, cool, bro. Enjoy. No, and who knows if I'll be in Colorado forever. This whole situation we went through with the county and stuff and like how it like felt like we felt like we were like criminals or some shit like it was weird um but it made us feel a little bit less like this was our home even though we've been here for eight nine years but for now we're staying here but who knows in the future who knows There's still fucking oil in this now. I'm gonna fight someone if there is. There's no one here to fight. See how? Wasn't I just talking about calming down? I tried to explain this to Aja this morning. How I'm actually, I get pretty angry and like I'm good at like managing it, but like I think it's because I'm so competitive or something. It's from playing too many sports as a, as a youth. I swear. Too competitive. Um, competition is good. Um, some kids, if they do it too much and you know get too much, too many people tell them they're awesome. You can get angry quick, I think. I don't know. Maybe it's my genetics, too. I'm a really chill person, but I definitely get frustrated. I feel like easy. That could be the lack of sleep, though, too. It could be literally the sleep deprivation. Like, my fuse is just a little bit shorter. Like, I'm not rude to anyone or disrespectful, but in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm irritated right now. How do I calm down? My irritation doesn't normally come out in a physical sense where I'm, like, walking around angry and ruining my family's day. And, like, ugh. Everything sucks. Like, I'm not doing that. But in my head, I'm like, oh, dude, I'm fucking stressed out. Like, 
this is annoying. Like, why am I irritated? Like, you know, just fuck this hash. This next dab is going to be perfect. 45 minutes. Shit, dude. We fucking, I've been talking about nothing. Sick. I'm sorry, guys. I've had a lot in my mind. And, you know, we haven't been here. It's been bi-weekly. We had, like, different guest episodes and shit. So those are totally different than when it's just me hanging out. Uh, I'm going to do a dab on this one. I'm going to grab the Titan RBR, and we'll do a dab on that, too. So we'll do two dabs before we end this. Um, we warm this up a little bit more, though, so that the pearl is a little warm. I like when the pearl is hot, too. That way it actually continues to keep the inside of the nail warm and vaporize the terps. Whenever I do this on the internet, people think it's just to like look funny, but I promise. This is much more efficient with a nail this size to heat up both sides of it. It's the same way with um, when you're blowing glass like on the lathe, like when you're shaping certain stuff, like you can't just have one torch on the, the thing you're shaping. You have to have like a torch flame on the bottom and a torch flame on the top so that you're heating both sides of the object because when it's spinning and if only one side's hitting the fire, that means the top side that's not hitting the fire is cooling by the time it hits here. That means it'll start making an oval and fucking up the piece um, instead of keeping it round. Like So to keep things like nice and round, you gotta keep it nice and even heat. Um, similar to this nail, if you want that dab to like melt evenly as it spins around the nail, it's good to try and heat um, evenly around the nail. At least that's what I tell myself, I have no idea. I think it's right though. I will always say that because I, the older I get, the, few, the the less I know. I'm just like, wow, I like literally know nothing. I'm literally, I'm just, I'm mindless. It's very confusing. I just, that's why I'm like, oh, I'll just stay in my garage. But now I'll have another studio too. So I'll stay in my garage and my other studio. My home away from home. I'm excited though. It's going to be nice. I'm going to put a lot of love into it. And we're definitely going to need more people. I'm going to need to hire a studio assistant, someone that can run errands, help clean, do shipping, um, all that kind of shit, which will also lead into some possible glass blowing stuff. Uh, that's the only uh, not untrained help I need. Then I need to hire some people that actually know how to use lathes. I need some people to help in my flower line because it's time. I bought another giant lathe. So now I have two of these huge fucking lathes. I haven't even turned on or made anything on the first one I bought over a year ago. But I bought a second one. And I'm going to set them both up and get ready to really pump out, hopefully, my dream, like, flower line with, like, ash catchers, like, the dry ash catchers. Like, I have all these different designs for, like, unique flower pieces and accessories for the flower pieces. And I want this shit available. Especially if I'm investing in this new space, I want to bring something new to the table. I don't want to just keep dropping the same stuff. If we have all this new space, I want to have more opportunity. I want to have, I want to be able to offer you guys other function that I make. So, um, you know, maybe I missed my dad, maybe, but this nail stays hot forever. Nah, we good. Mm -hmm. Put that down there. Water level feels off. What the fuck was a hash though? That was weird. Wait, is this water dirty? What the fuck was it? <coughs> well, that did it. That tasted weird. Like terpenes, but like way too like funky terpenes. You only have like a hash piece that's had some hash through it. I didn't have time to clean this before today's episode, and I think the boys, I think the boys have been doing some work on this one. This one tastes like everybody's been smoking it. I'm not even concerned if the function looked good at this point. I'm okay though, but that was intense. My mouth tastes salty. Like I lit, like my mouth tastes like I licked 
a salt lick. I don't like it. I'm not happy about it. Oh. <coughs> I'm not happy about it. Mm -mm. No. My tongue is kind of numb. This is the terpene profile I'm explaining to you right now. That's I have to explain my experience. You want to know the terpene profile on that? Uh, salty numb, salty numb tongue. That's what I got. Salty numb tongue. Yeah, and some may say, "How is it salty if your tongue's numb?" I don't know. You figure it out. I'm just telling you what's happening. Hopefully the dab on the Titan is a better experience than this. Um, I didn't enjoy this. This one wasn't good for me. Temp was great. And the now. Water, water flavor. Low qual. Not premium quality. Or premium qual. Whatever you want to say. Oh my god. Salty. What was that? I mean I should have known better. Look at that water though. Should have known better. The little balls of oil and the buildup on the bottom and the, the thickness. Oh. Yeah, I should have known better. You know? Hey, fool me once, right? All right, <clears throat> we'll do that again. So I'm going to grab the Titan real quick. Let's take the last dab of today's episode and close out 101. And uh, yeah, give me one second. I'm going to grab it. Salty, what the fuck? <clears throat> so weird, bro. You think that's a fucking bacteria? You think that's something? No, I think it's honestly too much terpenes on top of water. I think the boys like put some hash through it, like a lot. Um, everyone's been dabbing really heavy, and I think the flavors are so good that that's part of it. Um, hopefully, no one's like too stressed. Stressful times though. Um, but we, and me, have all been dabbing pretty heavy. Now, where's the top of the piece, right? This is the type of pipe that <clears throat> can be near impossible to even appreciate on camera because, you know, it doesn't fit on camera. Rarely ever. When I'm doing Instagram videos, it's just that the quality is always low because you have to be so far away to even capture the size of the actual piece. Um, but I'm going to do a dab on it. Um, I'm going to heat up the nail down here. Uh, then I'll climb up to the top floor and throw the nail in. And uh, we'll get to the balcony and take a hit. And But we'll do that here in a minute. i got to get everything prepped, you know? This is not like... Like, what I'm doing here is not like, oh, hey, let's... Uh, can we take a dab real quick before we go to the zoo? This is like, hey, everybody sit down. Something's about to happen. <laughs> this will take a moment. <laughs> like, it's, you know, not a quick thing. <clears throat> but we have just enough time. Just enough time. Probably taking about seven minutes or so, and it's probably about where we're at, six minutes. Yeah, I'll get it going. Get this nail cleaned up. And we'll take the most flavorful, pleasant dab of the whole episode. Pleasant. Like if someone was like, describe the pipe in one word, it'd be pleasant. That's it. And then I would like to hear their experience. Because I think everyone's is different on the fucking Titan RBR. It is really something. Um, you know, honestly, maybe heating it up there would be better to be above the mic. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Um, <laughs> let me tell you guys. My new studio and the lathes I have there are going to be able to make the biggest, stupidest pipes that you have ever seen. The team has already been briefed. At least the team that's going to be part of the late night crew that's going to be helping me pull some of these things off because I will need people to make pipes that are, you know, I mean, over 10 foot, let's say. Let's just do some crazy shit, right? So we have enough, we have an 18 foot ceilings. I have lathes that could make, because the bore is so big on them, I could make as long as a pipe as I desire and they're heavy duty lathes that can handle the weight. Um, it's just like, what can the human lung do? Like, how much pressure can it pull before it collapses? And that's what we will find out um, for science. And, you know, see, experiments, lots of experiments. And this is just one of them. 
No, we're going to probably hook some sort of pumping system to help the water climb. If a pipe's over 10 foot tall, you probably need some sort of assist that helps move the water vertically. If you want to recycle, that is. I can make a 10 foot pipe that just bubbles. But if you want a tornado that is 10 foot tall, if you want to stand next to a tornado and point up while someone's got smoke going through it, we're going to need some sort of pumping system to help the water get that climb going. But we will solve these problems. And these are the, you know, no one asked anyone to solve these problems, but I'm going to do it. Wait, I need a, I need a turp curl. Real quick. Fucking cricket. At least he didn't do it the whole time. He's been out here for like a week and a half. And I'm totally fine with him. Like at night and stuff, when the sun's setting, it kind of makes me feel like I'm in New York again. But then like when I'm trying to like do content stuff, he's just like... He gets chatty and um, it's all right though. He's cool. I wish he would just come over here and smoke with me or something instead of screaming in the back of the room. He was in the front of the garage. I don't know why he's over here. It's probably because my torch isn't on. He's like, oh, it's not hot as shit over here right now. Come check it out. That's how you have to heat it up. Whenever I heat up a nail like this, the only thing I think about is like Vin Diesel, Triple X. So you just make an X with the torches. You guys probably can't even see this, so it makes no sense. It doesn't matter. It's, it's important to me. So I'm talking about it. Sick. Sick. You know, when people say to me, they're like, oh, what if, what, are your, what, if, what if your family or like your kid someday sees these videos of you on the internet? And I'm like, I hope they do. I intend for them to see this. I hope that my family respects me but doesn't take me too seriously. Because none of us should be taken too seriously. None of us know what the fuck is going on. As adults, we all just pretend and we all agree on certain things that that's okay. So I'm just gonna smoke hash and look like an idiot and do that for now. It's better, I like it better. I haven't even thought about how I'm getting up there, what the plan is or how I'm smoking this, but it's happening. I'm talking about so many different things at once, I love it. Goddamn cricket, bro, tighten up. <sighs> he probably wants a dab, this guy. I wish I knew exactly where it was. I'd fucking blow it right at him, dude. I don't even know, man. Honestly, I don't even know the codes. It might be fucking illegal to get crickets high in your garage. I don't know fucking any of the codes, honestly. I, I've learned so much, but I'd, I've learned that I know so little about everything. I don't know what's illegal. I don't even know. I don't, I don't know nothing. So maybe if I blew smoke at a cricket in my garage and got him high, that could be illegal. Fuck. Cricket. I think the fact that I'm acknowledging him is getting him excited. He's like, finally, bro, you're talking. All right, all right, cool, we got some time. Maybe I can, nah, it's not gonna wanna do that right now. That's all right, I'll be, <clears throat> I'll be more direct and vocal while I stand. Damn, I'll have to climb up there, huh? All right, this is taller than my old table. Ah, uh, you know, you ever just look at something and you go, that's gonna hurt. <clears throat> oh, yes, sir, yes, sir. If you take too big of a dab and pass out, this is the safest way to do it. I like to get the hash on there first for this type of dab. Believe me, you don't want to waste any of your lung power on just pulling on that. Oh my god. It's just a lot.
strong. Well, folks, as you can see, Bane is getting anxious. That must mean we're at the end of our episode today. That dab was... You know, there's times... <coughs> there's a lot. Okay, so, <coughs> episode 101. <coughs> I think this was great. Real chatty. Real chatty about nothing. And some things. But... Everything's in a good spot right now. We're making big moves. The team is crushing. Proud of everybody. Grateful for everybody that's supporting. I'm excited to fucking do this crazy shit and share it with everybody and bring more people on the team and meet more people and do everything that I've dreamed about doing, I hope. But either way, oh! Make sure you sign up for that newsletter at bmsglass.com. These are going down. Um, that way we can stay up to date on all the drops. we got a big Sunday sale coming up. And we have stuff going on on the Patreon if you want to join that. We have lots of different stuff we do on there. We have giveaways every month. We give away pieces. Last month we gave away two pieces. We have, gave away a King Bub and a 10 mil Mini Double Diffused. So giveaways every month. Holy shit, dude. Oh my god, my guys. My guys that work for me are waiting outside. And I have to be a boss here in a minute. And, um, oh my God, look, this, this was great. I had a great time. Thanks for uh, watching. It's good. One-on-one. What's Better Buddy Podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Oh, fuck, dude. That dab ruined me. Oh. It pushes the smoke into part of your lungs, like, that literally, like, doesn't know what weed is. It's like, what's... Like it's the it's the part of your lungs that when you get older that keeps you living from like probably like seventy to ninety. That I'm giving weed right now. I'm like, is I don't know. Oh my god, it gets you a whole another level of stone. 